Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink. Hey, good morning, Shyla. How's it going? Good morning. Hey, so I had an idea. Okay. I think we should totally wrap, stop wrapping on the coffee side, and we need to wrap on the booze side. You in? Uh- I am in. I am with you. Totally. <laughs> I. You gave me a little heads up to this. So I ran to get the fireball because that's our, let's be honest, that's the, the our signature shot of drink. Yes. It's, it's our signature drink. drink. Okay. So I am sitting here with so creative. <laughs> my leftover Starbucks from yesterday because I am gross and I will go through yesterday, like I went through the drive-thru yesterday and I get myself a venti, which is just funny because um, I was with our friend Kevin and Cody and Rosemary and they're like, really? You're going to get a venti and all? all that caffeine I'm like it's gonna take me two days to drink it and they're like you drink that's disgusting right so gross it really is I mean I I love love you but like after all the ice melts it's like second drink but worse it's fine. That's, I love uh, it. Well, so, I mean, as long as you're drinking it, it's fine. Exactly. So, and no Go one else it. is drinking it. So I just you're added my running. fireball to it, to the little bit that's left here. And so I'm going to have sort of oh, like good. a caramel macchiato a fireball Water thing mashup. Because there, there's plenty of water in there now. There is. Which is my speed. So. That's gross. So Still I'm caffeinated you. Jasmine and drunk Shiloh all together. So my friend, you are drink captain. <laughs> what are we drinking to today? Uh, we're drinking to, oh, we're drinking to being in yellow. Yes. We finally made it to yellow. Woo. Thank all right. God. Clink. We're, clink. We're apart, but we're, we're, we are, we're together. But we're clinking through the screen. It's all good. Mm. That shit's good. Ooh. <laughs> The signature ooh, ooh. we gotta have that. It's good, but the signature ooh is still there. Woo! That's a that's a way to wake me up for sure, friend. I like it. (laughs) Well, you know, gotta gotta add a little something to our lives. You are so Um, on the ball with it. I love it, my friend. I love it, my friend. What else did you do today? Mm -hmm. We should talk about um, our newest um, our newest thing Mm -hmm. uh, during quarantine. We Mm -hmm. both have have uh, have foiled and gotten the animal crossing well because we need to be on trend right and i feel like one of the things that are gonna that's gonna stick from hey remember that time because you know in my head i can only imagine that this is going to be a distant memory someday like it's the only way i'm surviving right now is to think that someday i'll be like remember when so um, it's going to be remember when we spent time during uh covid19 playing animal crossing right yeah yeah. So, yeah. So this started for me. Um, your kids have had a switch for a long time, but I literally ordered yeah. mine right in the middle of, of or I shouldn't say that, right at the very beginning of this, because Rosemary, who is home, as you all know, from uh, from New York City and is living here, God love poor child, um, you know, was like, hey, I'm going to get a switch. And I was like, oh, well, can we both play Animal Crossing on it? And she's like, mm, we can, but mm, that's not going to be a thing for us. Well, let, we'll talk about the pitfalls of all Correct, Sharon Correct, because you yes. are Sharon and we are not uh-huh. on ours. Uh, yes. So yes. for those of you who don't know, um, Animal Crossing is a game on the Nintendo Switch. You have like a handheld device. There is a regular switch that you can hook up to the TV. And then there is a switch light that you don't. That's just your handheld device and you can't hook it up to the TV. We opted right. for the switch lights because, you know, less investment. But also you could not get a regular switch. You couldn't do it at the very, very beginning of this. And the light was the only thing we could get our hands on. And even well, that Rosemary we had to tried. wait. Rosemary tried. Rosemary got did. one. And it didn't work. And, mm-hmm. and she bought it off yeah. of eBay and then it didn't work. And they, the people were gracious. They were like, just send it back if it's not working correctly kind of a deal. And then when we realized I was going to get one too, we're like, let's just go with the lights and let's let's do this. And so, um, well, but ever sense. since, yeah. no, I agree with we've that. been playing Animal Crossing where it's literally an Animal Crossing because you are this little human and you cross paths with all these animals and everything that they do. You share yours. So what's, yes, how's that doing? How's that going? Oh, okay. So my son Noah busted open the package and goes runs downstairs and sets it up, which was fine. I had no problem with that. Um, I really didn't know much about it except that you were living mm-hmm. a Sims life in some capacity. So he goes on. He names our island the Good, which I love Adorable. this name. It's so cute. Uh, so he goes on. He sets it up. He does this whole thing. He's like, I don't know. I had to go to like some party, and then I went to sleep or something. Now like whatever. And so I get on and I create mine. And Lucas, the four year old, gets on and creates his. And but you guys are like, like the second tier people, right? You're like the helpers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what? But what? So I'm like, why can't I do anything? Like what is going on? So I'm shaking trees and getting stung by wasps and like it's a whole 
whole thing and I have like, it's like no the DIY recipes. Now. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is not what I signed up for. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. then I'm talking to you and I realize, oh, so Noah as the primary on the account is the one that t- that Tom Nook's telling all the info to and yeah. I got no inside scoop. So this is a problem because well, now we're supposed to be building because Rosemary and I also send you what is clearly like we've done some offline research here of oh, like yes. what what's yes. the plan of what you oh, should accomplish true. the first yes. week and how do you check yeah. things off your list and how do you get yes. your tools. So even this, we couldn't just play this game. No, no. We right. had to have like a path <laughs> and a goal. Like, yes. And, yeah. Mm-hmm, clearly sure. yeah so I started reading through this thing and I was like well holy hell there's a whole lot more going on mm-hmm. here than what we've been doing so I've been harvesting like crazy and visiting other islands and doing all this stuff because every time I go to Tom Nook Tom Nook's like well you ain't got nothing to do like just hang out and I'm like but there's clearly something more we're supposed right. to be doing because we don't have a ladder we can't get up to the second tier which you were awesome and dropped off a ladder I brought for you me. a ladder and so yeah. even in so my my little <laughs> island is called Little J-Town you know and little so at J-Town. Little J-Town we're the theme song is all that jazz because that's totally on brand for me right um and so there i am like figuring out with these little like intervals that you can do in this little music thing to like how to create all that jazz in there it was really pretty pretty hysterical um but you're like i don't have a ladder and noah's got to do this before i can get a ladder and i'm like i can gift you a ladder and help you with your community of the good and so the good yes the good, the good i love was it benefited from the ladder and so absolutely we're on our way now so we um we just got our resident services building and um, Noah said he has to get some iron, which I think I have. So I'm going to drop off to his house, mm-hmm. which is what we do. I just he tells me what he needs now. And he and I just go into my storage and I drop it off at his house. because oh. I have a massive storage of all this material that I've been collecting because that's all I can do. Right? right. Like I just walk around and like bang Clutch. on some rocks, <laughs> hit some trees, try not. Hey, I successfully avoided getting stung by wasps by having my net in hand. Yeah, that's the way and like whoosh, mm-hmm. catching those little suckers which was exciting because yep. your eye swells up and then all the animals make fun of you that's a thing but you can make medicine if you take your wasp if you right. take your wasp nest if you pick up the wasp nest and you take it to your crafting bench you can create medicine and after a while supposedly the animals will give you medicine but i don't have time for that like i gotta make yeah, my own medicine no. i gotta yeah, like, like you know and sometimes yeah. i'm like you know what i can't I, it, it doesn't actually affect your play at all like you can still no. see everything but if you, you get know, stung twice eye. if you get stung twice though you're knocked out and sent back to your house oh see i yeah. got bit by the scorpion i saw the scorpion the first couple of nights yeah. and i didn't know how to catch that thing i didn't know that there was a the, if you press the a you sneak attack it yeah and i didn't realize that so i got stung and got sent back to my house <laughs> I was like, I love what it. is happening? So this whole Animal Crossing thing, because Rosemary and I are constantly talking about it, like she even bought a card off of eBay the other day so that we can get like this this character Tutu to come camp at our campground. Choo-choo. like. A- <laughs> so that we can invite Tutu to like come and stay like it's become a thing around here and we are too like our jobs are so busy we have no business whatsoever like playing this game right now but it's it's like a fun thing to do especially like you you know me I need something and I have the worst insomnia which you know is in typical life so like between what am I going to do between midnight and two if I don't have like animal crossing except that the store closes at 10 so I have literally said Uh to people I need to get off the phone because I have to go finish my harvest and sell my fruit before the Tom Nook well, yeah, thing. fruit to sell. That's right. Before Mark Timmy. Because Timmy's the one who has the story. Yeah. yeah. Mark is terribly confused by this whole thing. Like, because yeah. Rosemary and I will be talking about real life, and then we're talking about, like, island life. And so now he'll be like, are we talking about your island game? Or are we talking about, like, he is so confused. And God love him. Last week, he sat there while I showed him, like, I, I like, just created an outdoor theater because I'm dying so much to, like, do theater in my life that I created, like, an outdoor theater with little seats and like it's crazy pants that I'm like a 44 year old woman who's taking the time to do this listen but you know we all need something it looks just like the Hershey area playhouse because clearly all I want to do is be able to be there like it's hysterical but he's like are we talking like he sat there with me and looked at all my stuff and acted like he was interested but speaking of things that Mark shows pride in I have like pride for me in, I have to tell you a really quick story so before this you were like hey let's let's be on brand today let's have coffee beans and booze like go get your fireball okay Yeah, yeah our fireball is kept on the top of our refrigerator we have these little like like it's like a bucket that our friend katie dropped off during so during I the porch we have, we have a storage space for our fireball i also have one 
<laughs> and I think it's funny that even though everyone in this house is taller than me, we still put it up high because like when the kids were little, like we've never been like huge drinkers, but we would always keep the booze up just so that it wasn't like something, you know, that was near the kids kind of a deal. We still keep yeah. it up, even though that's just dumb or whatever. But so yeah. I'm downstairs. Mark is on the phone and I have to get this bucket off the top of the refrigerator and I am vertically challenged. So I grab myself like an extra long spoon, like almost like a like a wooden spoon, like with a like a long hand. I grab the little um, the little like thing that's on the lid like the little handle on the lid and so that I can pull it forward I get down this fireball I take the fireball out I put the thing back up I turn around and Mark who is like on the phone is sitting there in silence and he's like I was gonna offer you help but I was so proud of the way that you like were resourceful and got it down yourself he's like nothing makes me more proud than when I'm watching you get things down from a high level it was freaking hysterical those are the things we're proud of I love those this. are the moments this I was like you know, oh my gosh it's not your award-winning shows it's no not your, mm-hmm. like, it's not the tony it's awards it's not no nope. I could get it. I could use the spoon. I didn't hesitate. I didn't even have to. He's like, you didn't even need to pull a stool over, like because my kids laugh that every time I want to get the booze down, I have to like grab a stool, get up into the cupboard, like I'm a little like squirrel foraging from what I've collected from the winter or something. (laughs) So funny. Well, I love that. So we were we were at your house appropriately social distancing uh, over a little bit of a a fire and just Mm -hmm. hanging out because we need people. Oh, like, we please, just need yes. And I walked in to use the, the restroom at one point, and Kevin, our friend Kevin, mm-hmm. theme song artist. Oh, um, by the way, day one, uh, 151 of Atonement. Just let I put that, that out there. 151. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we was 150. Love you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love you, Kevin. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was in there, like, raiding your, your liquor cabinet. Like, yeah. it's it's really awesome to me that like we've created a community within like our friends that you're like you're just comfortable doing well he said things. something to it's me about so cool. he was gonna like, mix something in and I was like dude you know where to go Kevin one time yeah. lived with us for um two it was a oh, week yeah. at a time for two different stints <laughs> and it was really funny because he used to live outside of, of the Philly area and when we were in tech and stuff he would just stay here we had extra bedrooms yeah. with the kids away we were like have at it yeah. and Mark was so funny because he'd be like Kevin is sleeping 30 feet from me and it was like this hysterical thing but yeah truly it is nice to know you have friends who you can be like my house is your house and be a part yeah. of our community and do our thing so yeah no it's also but yeah well and and we've been doing these trivia nights on Thursday nights and mm-hmm. uh Kevin has provided some levity that we've we've so desperately needed for sure um, yeah and so now we have this thing because Kevin would tell us to come closer come to closer, the screen come closer to the screen yeah when we're on zoom and now it's starting to translate into real life so this will be <laughs> maybe something we carry over come from here. come here you know, come here Jeff come you come yeah. here <laughs> come here come here come here like it's so funny, oh yes so, so mm-hmm. we should probably tell our listeners that the jeff you that we yes. re- reference was an autocorrect it was early back sometime and Years so now ago. we just use that as our f you mm-hmm. basically i do i say jeff, jeff you because. and i say mother jeffer which is funny because people <laughs> all the time are like oh my gosh what's she gonna say and i'll be like mother jeffer and then i'm like heaven forbid i meet somebody someday who is like the mother of like somebody with the last name jeffer like i don't know what i'm gonna do like, i don't know uh, you know it's, too funny. it's okay we, i think yes. we have a good a good excuse yeah so the other piece with animal crossing is i don't know if this has happened to you but like i go on a walk and I see like a stick and I go to pick it up even though it's not my stick or my property because you do this and that or like wait, I in will real s- life wait real life like in real life saying. in real yeah, life yeah, yeah. I'm doing this like my brain is being warped the other day you texted me and you're like hey do you have an apple it's the only fruit I need and I legit say to Mark who like you know like he's diabetic he has certain like snacks he has a time I try to make sure he's got apples and I was like hey Shiloh needs an apple like you cool if I take one to her and then you're like no on the island in the animal crossing I I only need an apple. Can you send me one? But I'm not even lying to you. Like for 20 minutes, we were having a conversation about how I was going to run an apple to you. Like, well, I was driving yesterday hand. and I saw this like uh, firewood for sale, like $5 a bundle. <laughs> and I thought in my head, well, you could get so many more bells for that if you would just sell it on Animal Crossing. <laughs> like, would this have happened to us outside of quarantine? Is this a quiet maybe quarantine? Not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm concerned because I, mean, I think maybe it would have. It's possible. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we're maybe. kind of obsessive in that way like we're so goal-oriented people like speaking of goal-oriented you know and 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 you helping Noah and all of those things it's kind of making me feel some Palmyra's great give vibes I'm not gonna lie to you like I feel like we (laughs) approach it the same way we're getting ready to ramp up um 
We are yeah. getting ready to ramp up into our Palmyra's Great Give season. Yes. Um, and as people so might remember, excited. all about trying to bring together like the greater yeah. good because we feel for our community who is so taxed by our fund, all of our individual fundraising requests, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we're uh, yeah. So we had a great offer from GiveGab, uh, which uh, you know mm-hmm. our listeners, our, our solid listeners know we love from our pilot mm-hmm. episode. If you listen to that, Rock you know stars. GiveGab has just been so fabulous. And Nikki, we just love her. She's just so wonderful uh, um, and yeah, shout so, out to I think it was Karen who was my chat person this week who also yeah. equally amazing and awesome and I think I'm worried they don't think I'm sincere when I say how much I love them but they literally yeah. answer every question <laughs> for me on the spot I needed to produce yeah. a report of donations and they were able to and do so were, so that I can yeah. reconcile student accounts and it was the shiz I'm not even yeah. kidding you like it was amazing they are just it's just so great and uh, having been at their conference uh, back at last July like it just mm-hmm. such a great experience like I, I want to move to Ithaca and work for them, but that's another aside. someday, someday, uh, maybe one day. You know, like why not? You never know. Um, but yeah, so we were able to reopen Palmyra's Good Give for a COVID relief fund, um, which you know we didn't really know how it was going to go, yeah. and we're at like forty five hundred dollars so far, which is really great. Um, we're going to do a one final push here, right. but um, Allison, who's going to be our guest here in a little bit um, on the on today's episode, um, they have been such great partners with us. We raised. $735 for mm-hmm. a, an office trivia that we did on Zoom, which was so cool. We had so much fun. Um, and they're actually going to be doing a chicken barbecue for us here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, just the community rallying around such a great cause. And, you know, at this point in time, it's there's there are so many variables and so many things up in the air. And, you know, I, I just keep kind of coming back to this idea that, you know, after the, all of this is said and done, we want the same community resources available. Completely. We want the library. Right. We want the, the Sexual Assault and Resource Counseling mm-hmm. Center to be available. We want all of these things because, you know, especially with, on the sexual assault and the, the domestic violence, that kind of stuff, like, we don't know what life is going to look like mm-hmm. after people have had an opportunity to be out of their homes. You know, people who are living uh, you know, I think about this all the time. People living uh, in abusive relationships mm-hmm. or in situations that are not great. Like, we need to be able to, to support those people in our community. And so well, this and has even allowed more us so, a little bit of, yeah. Right. And even more so, like, this time has been tough on everyone. And mentally, it's just, it's so much. I mean, I I know we need to prioritize the physical, but the, the mental um toll that everyone is taking during this time of coronavirus is really going to be something that's lasting. And so to make sure that these organizations whose mission is to create a quality life still exist afterwards, right? Like that's the, that's the whole point here. Allison and her husband, Brad, are an incredible partners um, to our uh, community. They have really, and what's really cool and what I'm so excited for people to hear about is that that is truly their mission. Like, yes, they own a brewery. Yes, it has a coffee shop. Yes, they are food service, but they lead everything with how they can be community partners and then the second thought is the rest of those business pieces and so I'm so excited for our listeners to meet Allison you know she's one of my favorite people and has been such a a great respite um, for for our family Um, we literally are around the corner from their bar from the start Great I mean people. even before they opened their doors I touched on this a little bit in our interview but Allison actually called me and asked me to come to lunch with her one mm-hmm. day and talked about what can we do to help the Karen cover we really want that to be one of our signature yeah. organizations that we sponsor and you know it was just it was so cool that from the start before they even opened their doors mm-hmm. they were thinking about how do we put ourselves in a position of being helpful to the community which is just it's, it's admirable obviously from mm-hmm. our perspective but uh, yeah. yeah, and how the Trivia Night's getting on the list and being a Trivia Night it's uh, a deal. Yeah, uh, group has been. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a thing, and yeah, so we're we're just super fortunate to have that, and they've been so willing to host Trivia Nights for us and uh, other things above and beyond for, all kinds of events. Uh, Palmyra's, mm-hmm. Yeah, Palmyra's Great Give for the Karen Cover, which you'll hear. Um, yeah, it's it's a really cool place, mm-hmm. and we're. We're so, I'm just so thankful. For and they're their, a cool venue. We've, we've performed yeah. there. Even, you know, Amelie, one of my, Amelie was such an incredible experience for all of our students. I mean, being able to be the first in the world to be able to present something. And literally the first time people got to hear us sing that music live was at their brewery. And to make that place happen uh, for our students in the in the coffee bar and, and the lounge area and stuff. And it just was really fantastic. And they, they trust the community to know it's going to work well in their spaces and just absolutely support blindly. And it's really cool to, to work with a group that that's their mission first. So I'm so yeah. excited people for, for people yeah. to meet Allison if they have not yet. Yeah, yeah. so Allison, we're, we're excited to have her. So here we go. 
right. Hi, Shyla. Hey, How are you today? Good. We're so excited. We're joined today by Allison Kleinfelter. Hey, Allison. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. This is such an honor. We love you, Allison. You're so such a wonderful person. We really, yeah. we really do. And I'm so excited, Shyla, for love us to tell everybody why we love Allison so much. And we really do oh. because in so many ways, you are like the personification of what we believe of on coffee, beans, and booze. Like, you are all about turbo hard work, side hustles, doing the jam, but all for community plus and, and all for community dedication. And so you're like our poster girl. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I love coffee beans and booze as well. So, uh, I know, right? Yeah, I know. It totally fits into the whole thing. But before we get into your side hustle, which is probably, it's not really a side hustle. Yeah, that's a honest. big lie. It's mm-hmm. like your Second entire job. life. Yeah, it's your entire <laughs> life. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do in your quote day job. Yeah, sure. So, I uh, actually am a director in corporate communications at the Hershey Company. And I oversee all of our U.S. commercial communications and corporate brand communications. So a lot of thought leadership, company narrative. Um, and so this has been a really interesting time um, in working in communications um, because there's no two days alike in uh, helping to manage change and uncertainty inside and outside the company. Um, so it's been a absolutely it's absolutely we often time talk right on now. coffee beans and booze about how important you know the Hershey area is to what we do and how mm-hmm. lucky we feel to be um, near a community like Hershey and and Hershey is synonymous with the company I mean it's so much is I mean not only is that how it got it started but it's it's the core values of who we are in this area so much so and so we appreciate the work you do in your day job but yeah. like Shyla mm-hmm. said you have a side hustle that is definitely not on the side it is life. definitely the main entree for sure <laughs> yeah. you're like so, you know, tell, tell us a little bit about what you do in this side hustle we keep kind of talking about here. Yeah, so actually the June uh, will be three years that my husband and I opened Mount Gretna Craft Brewery on Leeds Corner in Palmyra. And um, it, we really opened it with the whole purpose of being a neighborhood gathering place. Um, and one that wasn't just a brewery for beer, um, which we like and value, and my husband's a brewer, um, but that we really created a sense of community and a place where people could come together for all different kinds of interests. Um, the biggest one uh, for our heart is off, uh, actually causes. You know, people people care about causes in the community. We come together for causes that we care about and around people and organizations. And so that's the one that, you know, week to week, Uh, we really focus on um, making sure we're a part of and supporting in every way we can. Yeah, absolutely. And it has been so true since the first day you opened your doors. I mean, I am not surprised to hear it's going to be three years already because I think I've spent the better part of those weeks sitting on the couch by the fireplace. Um, You know, my husband and I live literally around the corner and we're so thrilled to have a place. But, you know, and while we love the atmosphere and we love the food and we particularly love the coffee because we're big coffee drinkers, as you know, I'm coffee beans. So that makes sense. Um, But what we really love is that we walk in the door and just as quickly as we pick up the menu we pick up who is the cause of the week who who is it that you're related to so that's a very different business model than a lot of people have what brought you and and your husband to having that be such an ingrained part of your business model yeah I I think that's probably my part a little bit not that he wouldn't because my husband (laughs) um, amazing things um in supporting nonprofits but I, I actually come from a nonprofit background I worked in nonprofit for Uh, quite a while before coming to Hershey. And so um, part of my part of something that was missing for me in my corporate job, even though I work closely with our CSR team, uh, was um, that that cause and that nonprofit community support and the drive to kind of how important it is to connect people um, and support all these services that organizations and nonprofits can do, whether it's youth athletics or, you know, feeding families. And so that part is what gets me up in the morning for the more than side hustle, um, knowing how much um, we're helping to raise awareness or, you know, a little bit of extra cash or bring people together in new ways. Um, to support these organizations. And it's just really gratifying because I get to meet so many incredible um, scrappy people through the community. (laughs) 
it's, it's really true. inspiring. Yeah, it's actually, so you know, I do, you know, I yeah. live for the word yeah. scrubby. Well, I, and that's actually how we met Allison was when you guys were starting mm-hmm. to kind of plant the seeds for the, the coffee shop and the brewery, because there was the coffee shop attached to it. Mm-hmm. You guys were kind of taking up banners and figuring out sort of what direction you wanted to support. And that's how we got connected, which is amazing. That's how yeah. we got connected. That was many so years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it's um, it's a really great compliment for me. Um, like we talk about scrappy, but when you sometimes work in a bigger corporate world, um, you there's you know a certain level of energy there. But then mm-hmm. when you're in grassroots of community, in that scrappiness, it is a whole nother level of inspiration and energy and motivation and really being connected. And so. I sometimes call it being bilingual, but I love having those two worlds as part of my life, even though, you know, some days are crazy and I don't know which, don't, don't know which life I'm living at the moment, some, some moments. <laughs> um, it's really energizing. One inspires the other for mm-hmm. me. Um, so I kind of like both worlds. Yeah, they kind of fit together, right? Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. we we often talk so much about how, you know, nonprofits can't be without a business mind. They just can't. Mm-hmm. They won't exist, you know, yeah. and, and it's not heartless and it's not cold. It's just the truth. If you don't yeah. think about the business and you don't think about the sustainability of something, it can't exist. So for you, I'm sure one does feed the other, not just in passion from one yes. to the other, but truly the business mind of you got to keep the business going to keep the community thriving and, and it can't work yeah. otherwise. It just it just doesn't no. do it. Yeah, it's, it's a virtuous it's cycle. A challenge for four, for sure. I I think I remember that you had worked in nonprofit land, but what did you do? Were you in development or was that? No, uh, no I actually was. Um, I worked for our state's um, program leading childhood obesity prevention efforts mm-hmm. back at the time. Uh, states were being funded in very big ways, and so I actually led a coalition based organization that was housed out of Penn State ultimately, um, but it was the cross section of academia, for profit, nonprofit, um, government, and we worked across mm, about five or six of the agencies, really um, mobilizing environment and policy change within schools, healthcare, um, and land use development and parks and rec. So it was really um, oh, a small undertaking. A small yeah, undertaking. Just, just yeah. another side hustle, right? You know, just that side. Well, you know, wow. It's so great. All those entities together. Oh, my word. I can't even. I know. I was it just was, sitting, was literally like, sitting here thinking how complex that was in my head. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And the second you said rec commission, because I I feel like rec commissions, there's no, like, winning in life because it's crazy. very complex. I mean, yeah. it just really yeah. is. I mean, them alone, that's just insanity I and crazy. in my 20s and all about saving the world. So um, I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And... I, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, um, right. And it was uh, convening a, a little over a hundred any organizations and agencies at any one time, from from the insurance companies like you know Highmark and wow. Blue um, to you know Department of Public Welfare. So all groups that you have come encounter with, and and I just didn't know any better. And I mm-hmm. think back, and I'm like, wow, what was I doing? <laughs> 25 telling the deputy secretary something, but I did. And uh, we accomplished some really awesome things and um, was there for just about 10, did that for just about 10 years and um, decided it was time for me to explore the things, did some national consulting projects in that space, super passionate about kids activity and nutrition. And uh, I worked with Hershey um, from time to time, helping them understand new regs and guidelines. And uh, they had some projects when I was consulting was like, hey, how would you like to consult? And, mm-hmm. you know, never in a million years, it wasn't on my career path. I wasn't a communications major. Um, did I ever anticipate where I am? But but I love it. And like you said, learning both sides, I, running a nonprofit, I learned so much coming to Hershey about what I didn't know um, and how to ask for money and support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, grants um, that I understood working now at Hershey and, and have that perspective now and guidance on on both sides of, of how to help. So it's all things lead somewhere. Just That's don't right. We talk about that. that. It's, it's so thematic through all <laughs> it of our really does. of how yeah. Yeah, yeah. you get to one place or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of my favorite events uh, that you guys do at the brewery is uh, Carol's for the Cover. Mm-hmm. You guys have done this, what, three years, right? Yeah. 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 So this was a, my favorite. Uh, yeah, one of the churches. So maybe you could talk a little bit about that. That's it's kind of a fun. Yeah. It's a fun night. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pastor Dwight Hine, who is at the... Um, Salem UCC in Campbelltown had reached out in our very first year a couple months in and said hey we'd like to put together a caroling event um, that could support the caring cupboard and bring the community together and we you know that's right up our alley so we're like yes let's do it 
um, and, you know, didn't know what to expect the first year. It was amazing. So many people came together packed. and there's yes, gift so packs that you can fit on mm-hmm. and, and people singing and just everybody in elf hacks. And um, when everyone turned off the lights and put on their phone lights for silent night that first year, I mean, <laughs> tears streamed on my eyes and Brad and I literally had one of those moments because, you know, starting a small business <laughs> beats you down. We just were like, this is why we do this. Like, Mm -hmm. this is why we do this. This is just an amazing night. And um, Dwight and his team have uh, partnered ever since. And it just continues to grow. And it's it's just a really awesome event. And especially at the holiday time, it just reminds us what community is all about and in an old fashioned way of caroling, which is a somewhat of a lost art. So it's fun. Well, and I, I love that event too, because I think it really does exactly what you're saying about bringing community together. Mm-hmm. So it is no secret that I would live and die on the steps of the Karen cupboard for Shyla if, you know, anybody needed me to. And then people would swear <laughs> on that in this town and I would, you know, be anywhere doing anything. And so I went, of course, because it's caroling for the cupboard. And so I'm like, oh, the Karen cupboard, here yeah. I am. Mark and I pull up, we're, we're singing along, yeah. you know, and it's singing, of course, so I'm happy to be there. And through that though, I heard about the chili cook-off that happens, you know, mm-hmm. each year. I heard about the different things that Dwight's church does in our community. And now yeah. I have a stronger relationship with Dwight, literally because he and I kind of hooked up at that event, mm-hmm. which led to Great Give, which led to these other things. So, you know, yeah. in going to support one organization, you provided this space where the community really could come together. And now, you know, I think about the chili cook-off and I think of Gravel Hill and I think of, you know, the Caring Cover participating yeah. in the UCC church yeah. and all of these different things. Yeah. It's doing exactly what you wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the other things you do that I love so much is you use your trivia event, like so many breweries Mm -hmm. and bars do, but you use it to do good for other organizations. And it's almost become like a thing where we're like, oh, Oh, are you on the list yet? Are you on the list yet? Can I get on the schedule? You know, can I do the thing? And, And it's super cool because I love the wide variety. I love that there's people who come in regardless of what cause it is for the week, you know, and you provide the prizes and there's a collection that's done and it's, it's this great thing. And I love the pride that we have when our organization can pack the house for you. Like my, my kids at the high school are like, we pack the place there. You can't even park. And I love it because they feel like they're coming in to honor you for what you're doing for the community, you know, in that way, which is so great. But it's been a it's struggle. It's really fun. It, yeah, it is so fun. But it's been a struggle in this virtual time to, to do that, right? To keep that going. Uh, yeah. But you were able to do so a few weeks ago, joining up for the for the Paul Myers Great Give. Can you talk yeah, a little bit so, about that? And what was it like well, to kind of try to reimagine your success? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, initially, um, we it was to be a live event, Office Trivia, and um, we postponed it. And then when we, I think, all saw the writing on the wall, that, that wasn't a short term. <laughs> Moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were, uh, you know, Shyla, Dwight, Brad, and me, we were all like, let's try, let's try virtual. Um, and it, it went great. Mm-hmm. Um, people were really engaged. It was a lot of fun. I love that, you know, the chat engagement that people have in a whole different way of sharing and, mm-hmm. and, humor. and so, um, you know, it was great. We raised a good amount of money and, we honored, you know, anyone that had been registered for the in-person event could have backed out. Not one person did. Right. Um, in fact, I think you had more. Like, yeah. I think you had we, more and then people. We opened it up for more mm-hmm. virtual tickets and people people loved it. Um, I have to say we we uh, typically every Thursday we do trivia that sports a nonprofit and we decided in April, um, let's just see what trivia is like virtually because we miss mm-hmm. connecting neighbors and Rob, our trivia host that does not the special events that are themed, but the Thursdays, um, he's been doing Facebook live. And so there's no score. There's just for mm-hmm. fun. And we're getting between any on any given night, like 45 to 70 thir- people on a Thursday. And there's like a crowd now that's just like, I look forward to this each week because mm-hmm. I get like talk to people that I haven't seen in so long and it's competitive <laughs> and funny and they make jokes. And so we're trying to figure out as reopening happens, how we can bring back the nonprofit component without all the logins and registrations maybe, but still sure. do support. Um, so, so we're thinking through that because it's, it's been a real, I'm, I'm terrible at trivia and I look forward to everything. <laughs> it's like, come on guys. And we get, we, we get tachos for takeout and we play trivia. <laughs> One Perfect. of the things I love, and I keep saying this is like, I get to see people in their natural habitat. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. their little, their little Brady Bunch window. And I'm like, oh, that's what their couch looks like. And oh, look, they still like to sit on the floor and oh, they didn't yeah. change out of their whatever, you know? And I don't mean that in some creepy stalker way. I mean it in like a, like it's fun to 
to see a window into people's lives. Yeah. And and we have this funny thing we do um, when we have our own little Zoom party with our with our group mm-hmm. of friends is that when somebody steps out of the window, we take a screen capture of the back, like of whatever room it is. <laughs> yeah. So like I might be in trivia in Shyla's kitchen or maybe now I'm on Cody's couch oh. or like and, and they, they walk away. And then when they come back, it's like all of a sudden we're all in their we're house. All in their house. Yeah. And so, so I funny. find it so fascinating about, you know, it is no secret how hard this time is. I mean, it is. Yeah. And, and, and the healing is going to take a really long time while we're just really trying mm-hmm. to stay as safe as we can be. But have you found it as you're trying to like reinvent these things? Are there things you think you'll keep going forward that you're going to long to keep as part of your business model that does for the community? Well, I think so. You know, we've talked about even when we reopen, we know not everyone's going to be comfortable coming out in person. We know, um, you know, curbside pickup still going to be really mm-hmm. yeah. blind for people. At the same time, when we think and we really get into our purpose, it's about, you know, connecting that neighborhood together and being a gathering place. So we're talking right now about how do we create a blend of physical and virtual mm-hmm. in much of what we're going to be, you know, doing going forward that people that aren't comfortable um, or we only are allowed to have so many people um, in the building can still be connected in some way. And I feel like all these platforms, whether it's been Zoom or Facebook or um, Teams, they have accelerated so much in the past six weeks mm-hmm. of what they do in the capabilities um, that we're really just, yeah, trying to understand best how the virtual and physical um, can kind of come together and keep people connected, even if they aren't all comfortable physically being together. Yeah, so something that I have discovered in all of this COVID land is it has taken away a little bit of mom guilt for me. So like being able to stay home and take a Zoom call, like even though I'm really not present, it, there's a little bit of mom guilt that has been relieved in all of this. Like at, at, it's interesting. Do you almost know. feel like a good example? Uh, no, I feel like, like I'm not gone all the time. Yeah. Right. So like mm-hmm. there's the, it relieves a little bit of that mom guilt. Have you had any experiences like that, Allison? Because I know you have a little guy um, who's... Yeah, I have a a nine-year-old, Ben, and he's in third grade. Um, I feel like I've been a terrible homeschool mom. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, like, like many, but in me- in meetings all day and plugged in, uh, you know, to my computer. And luckily, he's pretty self sufficient. So as far as the schoolwork goes, I I feel a little bit guilty. Um, but I do like you were saying. I, I like being around. Um, I like that we can check in throughout the day. How are things going? Have a little lunch together. Um, I love that we're not running everywhere and mm-hmm. we actually have. I am hearing that from so many moms who are like, I love that the schedule had to stop. And I remember those days, as you know, you know, my children, Allison, they're, they're older. They're both home though, which is fascinating. (laughs) It's really interesting to have two adult children home. Um, But I can imagine, I remember those days of the crazy run. And and May is always mayhem, right? Like we talk about that. Like we're, we usually drink either caffeine or booze (laughs) or both the whole way through May and literally are limping each other through because it's hideous. It's crazy. It's May. In December, yeah. yes, May and December are really the bad. Worst. October is a, and, uh, a close so third there. Yeah, there's some of that pressing pause that I also hope remains in balance in a personal life. Um, mm-hmm. I know things will pick back up, but it it really was a refresh button um, for me and so many you know people I know to say, wow, when you just choose to slow down a little bit uh, or take things through technology, so mm-hmm. you're not away. Um, and I, I think that this like accelerated everyone's comfort with technology and being okay to see each other virtually that I actually think it's going to be more accepted that we don't have to drive and travel everywhere. Um, yes. mm-hmm. can get some of this I'm excited done. for that yeah. in, in my world, you know, and in, in both the main hustle and the side hustles, technology has become such yeah. a big yeah. piece of it. Um, we're doing digital rehearsals. Amelie 2.0 is still continuing on. I just started yes. Rock of Ages for the Hershey Playhouse. So awesome. um, we are rocking it out virtually yeah. and just trying to figure out how all of that works and pieces together and mm-hmm. still have the camaraderie that comes with all of that. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you, Allison. I think that this has pushed the gas pedal mm-hmm. on a lot yeah. of things that were people were iffy on. And yeah. so, um, yeah, you know, for me, that excites me. To be yanked me, but... out of your house to go to mm-hmm. a, a meeting or do whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and I, we actually took our, our uh, kid out of, our younger child out of daycare. And, you know, I'm just going to kind of ride out the summer because it's a little mm-hmm. more accepted to not show up to a meeting and just say, hey, I'll conference call in. I'll zoom in. I'll yeah. whatever. And why shouldn't uh, it be? Yeah, it's exactly. better for the environment. Yeah. And we're not wasting the gas yeah, to yeah. go. We're like, you know, there, there's these benefits and these pluses to it. I like the fact 
that, you know, I'm, I'm actually spending more time working. I know that that sounds maybe not po- as a positive, but like, but it's true. So I'm like, I don't have the guilt of being like, well, I need to get dinner done at this time and I need to get back mm-hmm. at such and such because I'm like, well, hey, I wouldn't have gotten there till such and such anyway, you yeah. know, kind of a deal. So I can only imagine yeah. with those of you with, with younger ones. For sure. <laughs> yeah. The wee I, ones. I do think it's been this, this social experiment, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. on the acceleration front is something that gave us all permission. Like if it would never have worked if we were still split in people at a workplace or in a meeting Mm -hmm. and some people feeling that confidence. But now that we've all proven and are more assured that nothing misses a beat, I I think it's going to change a lot, especially for um, those of us who hustle in many directions. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'd rather spend my time for the organization exactly. than in the car on the way then, there. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. So through all of this, you know, the Karen Cupboard, um, having groceries as a top priority and, and sourcing groceries and that kind of thing, we've noticed that it's been a little more challenging. Um, have you guys experienced that on the uh, beer brewing side of like being able to get the, the equipment and the, and the items that you need to be able to do that? Or has it been kind of... The brewing side's usual. been pretty good. I mean, I think for all of us experiencing the, the meat um, mm-hmm. prices escalating and some shortages, that's been, it's the takeout side that's been the hardest. Uh, you know, we do a pork barbecue and we went to go pick up and they're like, we're not going to have pork for three weeks. And we're like, what? Wow. Yeah. So it just, some of those things have been really eye opening and the escalating costs. And that's the last thing we want to do is have to raise, you know, right mm-hmm. now and everybody more economically uh, strained. Um, so that's been interesting. And we know we have to find that important mix of, well, some things are going to probably be more, but we need to have affordable things as well. Um, so that there's a little something for everybody as kind of the impact. Of the yeah, but I've noticed you've really paid attention to that and adjusted your menu as you've needed to along the way. You know, when yeah. I go to look and yeah. see, um, I've, I've, I've really tried to pay attention that before I call somewhere or before I'm ordering that sure. I'm taking a look at the current menu because I think that has yeah. been such a challenge. And, yeah. and so I've noticed that, you you know, you've, you've really done that. Do you, do you see that as a part of your mission as well? I mean, we, we tend to think about your mission as being this outreach to community in that kind of a way, yeah. but, but, you know, there is such the business side that we probably aren't thinking about all the time is, is, is that a big piece of your decision making? It is. Um, you know, we to, to be a neighborhood gathering place means we need to be accessible um, for people. And so affordability and offering a mix, because there are some people that might not be an issue and there are others that want to come with friends where that is an issue. So offering that mix is really important, important to us. And um, even during this time, the other thing that was important to us is you know, we're all families. We're all dealing with the monotony of being at home and what, especially in the early weeks when it was just like, okay, well, how many more weeks? Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Tia was amazing. I mean, we literally change our menu each week. Now it's getting a little less as we're expanding it, mm-hmm. but we always have a different family meal. We, we the first couple of weeks really focused on casseroles because we knew people needed mm-hmm. comfort. And, um, and quite and, honestly, that they were one pan that yes. could just be done we because, those, yeah. you know, you could, you, you really... I mean, I don't want to make it sound like we're all doing great and snapping our fingers and this is awesome or something, but we are, we are in a different place and a different reality than we were in the beginning. And I think we were all so frozen in it that really thinking about, you know, that they were, that they were casseroles, that they were things you could throw in the oven, that they were things you could move forward with really makes such a difference. Yeah. So we, yeah. So each week we just really think about, okay, well, what's going on right now? It's going to be a nice week ahead or it's Memorial Day or Father's Day is coming up or, Mm -hmm. and we just keep changing it, which we feel like, you know, in the monotony of people's lives right now, having that variety. Yeah. Um, I do kind of look forward to like, oh, what are they offering this week? A hundred percent, Allison. I have to tell you, it is so funny that you say that because there's literally like, you know, we've been trying to pick the places that we want to make sure that we're doing and then also balancing, you know, eating at home and not spending money out for every meal and that kind of stuff. Of course. And literally we had a place that we were like, oh, they're having that again. Uh, okay like yeah. they have every right like come <laughs> on like right. and I don't mean that in some like they're wonderful place but like I was like oh uh, right. no you know oh, so. are they yeah, yeah. So you guys so, do also do a lot of local sourcing of your food right that was that's, we do. that's something we key do. to to what you we guys do. do and it's um it's a CSA time so Spiral Path Farms does our mm-hmm. CSA our place every Wednesday so that's nice because now we have uh, the fresh produce tea is uh, building into the menu um, like fresh fresh CSA delivered fresh uh, in addition to Rissers and mm-hmm. others that we 
So it's been great. And then Brad did, uh, started an April Friday um, beer delivery for free in a 10 mile radius. So yeah. um, when people need their weekend charge, um, we were like, hey, this is tough. People are juggling a ton of don't want to go out. So he literally drives around all Friday afternoon. So it's him, him doing it. I didn't realize it. Oh, was my Brad. gosh. Oh, I feel like we need yeah. to have a combined little and be like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he rings the doorbell, puts it on the doorstep, and steps Aww. back. And- I love it. So, so Allison, you know my husband, Mark, and you know how friendly yeah. Mark is. Like, literally, Mark's yes. favorite thing is to, like, sit on the couch and talk to everybody who walks by at the, at the brewery. This is, like, Mark doesn't even drink beer. Like, not, actually, neither one of us are big beer drinkers, but he's not. he doesn't drink beer at all. And, um, and he loves to do it. He has the hardest time with delivery when the DoorDash person comes and rings the doorbell. Um, he opens the door and starts talking yeah. to them. We're like, no, you're literally defeating the purpose. You have to stop this man we're like no and they look at him like are you crazy i'm doing my job here and he's but he just he can't stand it he's like someone rings a bell i open door i say thank you he goes how do they know i'm thankful i'm like i already put the tip and the thank you in the app honey like he's just he's he's dying it's all good one of our one of Mm -hmm. my favorite memories um at mount gretna i i don't think you were actually around for it but last (gasps) august we previewed this um back in our pilot episode we talked mm-hmm. about um how mount gretna brewery hosted our kickoff meeting for palmyra's great give i'm getting chills um, i can't yeah, even tell you like, it's one it's of my favorite things such a cool time uh, uh, i mean a little stained by the fact that it was raining that day and we were planning on being outside <laughs> but brad, they worked it out for us brad called me he's like i don't think this is gonna work and i was like but it has to we can't do it anywhere else there was live music inside there was like all this stuff happening and then you were like we can be in the middle <laughs> we, don't, we don't care. We got to be outside. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, 42 organizations who raised money. So we had 50 organizations registered. Mm-hmm. I think 38 of them or 40 of them brought um, delegates from their organization to our kickoff meeting. Um, and what a cool a- adventure we had with that. Yeah. And, and it was really neat because, you know, we were there and it was our first time through Palmyra's Great Give. And of course, we wanted to act as if we confidently knew everything oh, that was going to so happen. didn't know anything. And we didn't know <laughs> sure. anything, you know, and we were just kind of like, you know, everybody kind of come along with us on this crazy, you know, online giving day and community event day. And, and they, they wanted to, but they wanted answers. Fair. Yeah. And we were like, eh. We get through the meeting. Everything is fine. Everything is great. We walk them through everything. And then someone stood up from an organization. Uh, I think it was the Lions from Club. From the Lions Club, yeah. And he said, I just want to say that, and this, this gentleman is like probably like twice my age. I mean, you know, he's super like nice truly guy. represented. Super, super nice, nice guy. guy. Super community oriented. And he said, there has never in my entire recollection been one event where the heads of all these organizations came together Aww. and a place I they could come. I just the chills too. I, I'm yeah. telling you, like, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. And yeah. I really thought, now that was August of last year, yeah. Palmyra's Great Give wasn't until September. September yeah. I really thought if we have a flop of a day and we yeah. raise no money and we've done nothing else, we've yeah. already hit such it's an incredible mark. And yeah. Yeah. and I so hope, but I mean, we will be respectful of whatever quarantine we may or may or limitations we may or may not still be in. But but that feeling of community and you guys opening your doors to let us special. do there, that's what that was about. And yeah. so I pray we can do that. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh. it, was, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You and and my husband thought I was going to break out in like a chant at the end, like yeah. <laughs> a yeah. cheer. We were like, <laughs> well, we, were, we were worried about you in general, that's it. The rain center oh, over the end. Yeah, Derek's doors like, are always open, but that's oh, awesome. That, it was that, amazing. That so thank there. you. Yeah, it was it was mm. such a cool thing. At the end of all of our interviews, we ask three questions. Very important. Um, okay. Jasmine represents the coffee beans. I represent the booze because caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla are best friends. As you know. Um, <laughs> and so we start with these questions. So go ahead, Jasmine, take it away. Absolutely. So Allison, since I represent the coffee beans in the uh, in the relationship here. What is your favorite coffee drink? And you have an in-house coffee shop that could make it for you, but what is your favorite coffee drink? Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, here's the thing. I like a dark, bold black coffee as my morning go-to. So, mm-hmm. like, that's how I start my day. It's bold and it's big, and that's how I go. Um, but a drink-wise, um, I usually like a good Americano 
Mm, I do too. But you know me, yes. I'm a decaf Americano. I know I throw everybody off because I'm like, because I don't yes. drink any caffeine because it's bad news bears. It's bad news bears for <laughs> On sure. Occasion, well, we need to ramp her up. We when they ramp me up, yeah. it's a tool. It's a thing. It's, yes. it's a thing. Maybe so not. yeah. So yeah. Shyla, so, go ahead. Uh, well, we'll just pretend like Brad's not listening. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what's your favorite cocktail or drink? I mean, if you don't say yeah. beer oh, is what I'm saying, like, you know. Yeah, no, so he's fine. totally okay. Um, <laughs> probably my favorite um, just refreshed cocktail is a good gin and tonic, but I normally like them when they're a little more interesting. So if I use grapefruit and lime or Ooh. I always like add some twist to it than just the standard Um to my gin and tonic, but they're super refreshing and they go down really easy. And that's, that's my go-to. There you go. Do you have a specific gin brand you're into? I like Hendrix, probably mm-hmm. the best. Okay. Yeah. Well, I but look forward locally, to soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, but I love local gin as well. So like, you know, Thistle Finch, there's a great one also, um, social still out of the Bethlehem area that I really like. So I mix it up, try to support local. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, our last question is actually one of my favorites because it's usually one we've touched on along the way. um, But we we love to hear from from you. Um, What would you say is your passion, Allison? You know, what's what's the passion in your life? Hmm. Well, I think about this in the way of my purpose. And um, so it doesn't matter what phase or chapter of my life it's been, um, what I'm really drawn to. And at work, they call it, they go, they tell me to go make the sauce. So my, my shortened version is it's time to make awesome sauce, but I love bringing um, the strengths and talents and passions of people together to make something bigger than they are by themselves, which I think is why the brewery is such a passion and why I did coalition building in my first chapter of life and um, why I always try to get involved in things that are starting up because no one person usually can do those. And I just love, like I spot it, I see it. Um, this talent, this skill, this gift, and when they come together, it's something different. So, um, yeah, my, my some of my friends at work call me saucy sauce or go make the sauce when they, they know they <laughs> happening. They see when it lights up in me. And it's yes. all, all parts of my life, whether it's with my family or community or the brewery or work. So uh, that's my passion, making sauce. I love, I love it. That. That's, That's fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Allison, it's been a great pleasure to have you on our show today. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh. Truly this is fun. I want to come crash this all the time. <laughs> well, best little session of the day. You bet. Well, when season one is through and we need, we, we know where to have our season ender celebration. It'll yeah, be, it'll be right with you. Come we back. should. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you thanks, so much. Allison. Thanks for doing this. And thanks for all uh, the great conversation. Have you a great bet. one. Thank Good night. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and Drunk Shallow. It's time.